and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. James. Hello. And Brody. Hello. Brody, just after we recorded last week, you published a review for Trek to Yomi. Um, Allegedly. Which is one... Allegedly, yes. The, the evidence certainly cannot be found on the website under the review section. Um, this was a game I was intrigued by, given its black and white aesthetics and its feudal Japanese setting. Um, but how is the game? Having played it, how is the game? Is it worth my time? Um, I think so still. Like, I'm uh, a little bit down on it compared to what I was going in. Like, I was pretty excited for it, much like you are. Um mm. Partly because I'm a massive Devolver stan. Like, I, I too vibed with the uh, the aesthetic... Um, but, uh, unfortunately it's like, once you start playing the game, like the combat's a little bit, you know, one note, a little bit monotonous and it's sort of that, that carries the whole experience of the game. But, um, uh, it's still only about a five hour game and it's, and, and it's, I think it's still worth it to get through and sort of, uh, experience those like really nicely curated, uh, frames that they sort of, uh, you know, deliberately direct and like, they really it's really eye grabbing and it's it's a really beautiful game and i think it's a if nothing else it's a it's a really great love letter to those you know classic kurosawa films uh and like japanese samurai cinema in general not that i'm well versed in that but um yeah i mean it's it's really nice game to look at but not so uh you know engaging to play remind me as well brady is tractor yomi on game pass as well it is. It is on Game Pass. It launched on Game okay. Pass. Um, I don't think... It'd be a great game for the Switch, but I don't think it's on the Switch. I think it's just Game Pass, like Xbox, PS5, and PC currently, but um, a lot of Devolver's other games have sort of made it to the Switch, so I, I hope it gets there at some mm. point, because I think it'd be like a, a good game for that platform. Um, but yeah, so not much really else to say. Like The, the art direction and the, the art team in general, you know, they've, they've done a great job. The, the sound design's great. Um, yeah, I just wish the, the combat wasn't quite so, yeah, one note and that they maybe mix things up a little bit with a little bit more exploration or, uh, introduce like the puzzle solving stuff, which they tried to shoehorn in late, maybe a little bit earlier and made that more part of the, uh, the, the larger experience. So you're going to finish it without getting hit. (laughs) Have I, will I finish it without getting hit? Yeah. Um, Oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> would I try? Maybe. But I'd probably put it in the category of, like, that uh, uh, achievement in Limbo where you got to finish the game without dying five times. Like, it sounds achievable, but, look, I'm probably not going to do it. I reckon I'll do it now that I've read that. Oh, you, you've, let me know how you go. Challenge me. Yeah, I will. I challenge you. Cool. Accepted. Well, speaking <laughs> of finishing the year without any hits, that might be how Xbox oh, is going to hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Uh, with sadly another delay to talk about this week with both Starfield and Redfall being delayed into the first half of next year. Shannon, you've just had a Macca's delivery. If you want to reach behind you and get that. Okay, let's (laughs) shame me again. Uh, yeah, Starfield and Redfall, unfortunately delayed into the first half of next year. Um, James, first I'll come to you. Did either of these delays surprise you? Um, no, I don't think, oh, I, I genuinely, like, Shannon will be like, oh, this was so obvious, but, like, I feel like, I really felt like Starfield <laughs> would make it, even if it would be unfinished. Um, Redfall doesn't surprise me at all, because that was meant to be out earlier, and we hadn't seen anything of it. Um, so, yeah, Redfall to me, 
not surprising. Starfield, I genuinely play though of Redfall at least. It was alpha though. Alpha. It was like, yeah. Yeah. like yeah, yeah, I, I know, know I think, but I'm saying like, it was a game. I guess people have played it. Yeah. <laughs> it was indeed a game. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's the bar at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think yeah, I think that Redfall. I can't say surprises me all too much. I think the only aspect of Starfield that surprised me is it certainly felt like the kind of marketing machine was gearing up for it, and we were kind of hearing more about the game. And Bethesda have a decent track record, particularly with like the Elder Scrolls and Fallout games, of kind of announcing them um, a few months out. Um, but I suppose they've kind of learned some lessons from Fallout 76 and want to make sure it is like ship shape upon the- launch. The other thing is, I feel like Bethesda is probably, like, one of the only publishers that can get away with releasing, like, games that are a bit, like, buggy or janky. Like, I feel like Bethesda Game Studios always have that jank about them and, like, it's kind of accepted. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like Starfield's been being worked on for, what, like, seven or eight years. Like, we've known about it in, like, the rumor mill for so, so long. But, yeah, I guess probably better that they made the call earlier rather than later. And in the grand scheme of the production cycle of these games, like, they're not huge delays. Um, in the case of Starfield, presumably it's only going to be a few months into the kind of maybe February, March next year. We don't know the, these dates yet, but I guess that's when I speculate it would be. Um, Shannon, are you still are you still hot on these games? Are you eager to play the two of them? Yeah, I feel like Redfall we don't know a lot about I, I feel like mm. i would have liked to have played it and i feel like now would have been a good time for that to to drop because there's really nothing else um but yeah starfield definitely like i feel like that's the one that like everyone no matter what else got delayed like that was the one that was going to fill our november december period because like skyrim like i played nothing else but that for like three or four months after that came out and like long sessions like that's when I think mm. of games that I, like Marathon played for like eight, 10 hour sessions, like Skyrim is one of those games. So I was hopeful that Starfield would be that. And it'll still be that next year. But I feel like over the Christmas break, like that's a game you really want to sink your teeth into when you've got like two or three weeks off. But yeah, yeah still keen. Absolutely. Um, Brody, to come to you now, how do you think this is going to... I joked about it in the segue, but how do you think this is going to impact Xbox's release slate for the latter half of this year? Yeah, it's a little bit dire, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I mean, beyond Redfall and Starfield, like, you can't really think of too much that is likely to come out from that slate. Yeah, I feel like... Maybe maybe Forza? Yeah, that's all I feel like they have now, again. Yeah, James, can I speak, please? Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm joking. Um, Yeah, I mean, so it looks like maybe two years in a row that Forza is going to be, you know, forced to carry the the flag for Xbox, but... um, I think it's most likely that they're, as everyone sort of, <laughs> sorry, um, it was a joke, James, please. Um, <laughs> I think as uh, everyone's sort of alluding to it, it's probably likely that Xbox maybe already has a lot of like these third party deals uh, starting to stoke away. And I like, I think they, they've got a pretty good relationship with like WB. Like obviously they did back to blood, la- back for blood last year. So I think mm. it's entirely possible. Like Gotham Knights is one that everyone's floating. And I don't know if that game might be too big. To end up on Game I Pass, think, like I feel like it is too big. Like that has the potential to be like the biggest seller of the year now, apart from like Hogwarts Legacy. Like obviously Xbox does have that money and they need for for games. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. But I, yeah. I don't think you can compare like Back for Blood and, and Gotham Knights. 
Oh, no, but I mean... You can, I don't know, but you can't. I don't know what else they'd necessarily go after if not one of those two. And, like, uh, so, I don't know. If, if they're not loading up on on third party and they have no first party, uh, aside from maybe Forza or... I genuinely can't think of anything else, so... Um, yeah, I think it, it could be a little bit dire for, for the end of this year, but luckily there's a lot of good third-party stuff coming out. Yeah, I mean, the good news if you are an Xbox owner, there is plenty of third-party stuff um, to sink your teeth into. You did mention Gotham Knights there as well, which uh, was also in the news this week um, as it was released in a new gameplay trailer that the game is no longer coming to last-gen consoles. Um Brody, maybe to come back to you, because I know you're excited for this game. What was your reaction to that revelation? Does, uh, does Do you have any sympathy for people still on last-gen consoles? Um, oh, I guess a little bit. Like, it's a, it's probably a little... I don't know. Had they been taking pre-orders and stuff for last-gen versions? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's a little bit rough. But um, ultimately, I think if it's going to prove to be a better product because it's only on next-gen consoles, then or current-gen consoles, if you will... Um, <clears throat> then I've got no problem with it, but I'm also in a fortunate position to have them all basically. So, um, yeah, yeah rough for those people, but you know, if you want to play it, it'll still be there in a couple of years when you finally get one. I think that's my only sort of complaint about it is that because of the sh- supply shortages, like still people are trying to get their hands desperately on PlayStation fives or Xbox series X's. And so, um, yeah, for that reason, I think it's a little bit disappointing, but if it does afford certain benefits to the game, then I suppose that's a that's a bonus. What do you, what about yourself, James? So do you think that's likely that the game can be improved upon in any capacity by not coming out to last gen, or is it more of a logistical solution? My thing with this game, I've find it. I watched that new footage and I was like, why does this? It, to me, it's not doing anything like super groundbreaking. Um, mm-hmm. So. Like, I mean, I don't want to be, like, rude, but, like, I, I do feel like perhaps it is just a case of, like, um, I, I read a good analogy somewhere, like, you're spinning, like, five plates with all these different platforms that you have to hang on, that, like, release on, sorry, um, and now you've only got two, really, you know? Um, yeah. I think it might just be a way to streamline it. Maybe it just wasn't coming along together quick enough. I don't know. Um, in terms of whether or not... I, I find it, yeah, I think that, like, there has to be a point where we do that. Like, do you know what I mean? And yeah. historically, it has always been third parties that kind of cut that line earlier than first parties. Um, I think the most obvious one was Unity. I remember when that came out, there was a bit of a, like, like upset about that because, obviously, that was only on next gen. Um, yeah. And that was, that was the main one. I can't think of anything from last gen that just happened. Maybe, no, I can't. I literally can't think of anything. But, um... Yeah, I I think I, it's fine. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's always the first game that's going to attract the negative press. Because this it is just the first like one, right? Like, from there like, after. Yeah. like, I don't feel like um, Returnal caused that much kerfuffle with people. Um, yeah. And I think, Hori- I, I think people were disappointed when they heard Horizon and God of War. Or Village kind of went the opposite way, where they kind of announced platforms later, even though it was quite obvious that it was still probably coming to the older platforms. Um yeah I, yeah, I wanted to shout out Hex as well, who retweeted the article um, and added the comment that it'd be good to kind of, like, avoid cyberpunk-esque issues in future as well. And it, maybe this is 
that sort of scenario too like perhaps it wasn't running well on last gen consoles and try as they might it wasn't quite getting to an acceptable level so so maybe rather than release a product they know is subpar um they've just sk- skipped it entirely and I'd, hopefully like it's unfortunate people are pre-ordering but hopefully they can get that money and put it towards an next-gen console i think um, what's weird about more available what's weird about this one is i'd like i fully believe this was meant to come out like two plus years ago like so it's like mm. why yeah it's like james said it's not doing anything super groundbreaking it doesn't look that much better than like the arkham games i'd assume it's running on a similar engine or like an improved version of that engine i don't know that could be wrong but yeah I don't know, could it be like the co-op or something that they're, they're doing some stuff there that maybe it just couldn't run on, on last gen and that was going to compromise? Because that is like quite a big part of the game, it seems. Well, so I wanted to ask you about this, Shannon, because I noticed another tidbit emerged from this was that there was a listing in the PlayStation Store that included some form of four-player mode too. They've, yeah. been, they've only ever said that this is a two-player co-op game, but apparently this listing is saying four, like maybe it's an extra mode, that sort of thing. Like, could, do you think there's any possibility they have by keeping a next gen they could open it up to four players or do you reckon this is an an alternative mode i don't know i feel like four player to me always made sense considering there is like four playable characters that are all quite different but then i get how that would be quite a change to what they announced and have obviously been developing for for the last like five or so years so Mm. i could see a world where there is a four player part of it but i don't know if that's the next gen um, the reason for, for going next gen only. I think it's important to say like this, they could still release it on PS4 and Xbox One later. Like if they keep working on it and keep optimizing it and decide in the year that it is, it yeah. can run. Like, I guess that, that audience is probably the one that's not necessarily going to be there day one. So like the next gen consoles are probably the hardcore that you want to be hitting day one. And I, and I guess even if you don't own a PS5 in October, like you're still going to get one in the next two or three years and you can just play the game then so it's not it's not another world it does suck given like like i said this game was probably supposed to come out a year or two ago like it, it's it's interesting it's weird i'd love to know why they dropped it at this point that the people who are buying new release full price games are the people who are on the newer consoles so i feel like you're probably going to shift more units for those platforms early on yeah. Whereas I feel like everyone who's still on PS4, I, like I know there's people who can't get them, but like especially like if you if you listen to this podcast, you probably you know visit the website, go on our groups and stuff. You've probably got one. Like it's not as hard in Australia to get one. I don't know anywhere else, but obviously in Australia, like um, yeah. And I feel like the people who still do have like the older consoles are the people who might be more prone to buying say discounted stuff, like older games and stuff. Yeah. So I think in terms of the market, I think like. You know, you'll you'll probably find that those yeah I I, I would it's argue good observation. that Gotham Knights yeah. would sell more on PS5 than PS4 in before it's discounted short, on yeah like, in, like in the, in the first two weeks yeah. or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. surely most but speaking of purchasing the game Brody are you likely to drop the the five hundred on the collector's edition you the that excited for the statue no <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember the last time I saw a five hundred dollar price tag attached to. I think the last edition. time I bought a collector's edition that was remotely that expensive, and I think that this one was. I think I, it was the Titanfall one. Oh I, yeah, I think that was five hundred dollars, and yeah, I stupidly bought that. Oh, yeah. stupidly! It's pretty mm, cool. Well, I don't have it anymore, so yeah. It it hasn't sold out, and I feel like I can't remember the last time I saw a collector's edition not 
than not sell, sell out. out. Yeah, I think given there's no Batman like on the statue, like that's that's a big ask, right? Like yeah. I don't know, I don't know much. People about might be this more world, inclined but... to get it if it was like a big character like that. I suppose. I don't know. I don't need to ask a hardcore DC fan. Um, speaking of hardcore fans, James, a few images leaked today of a Silent Hill game, supposedly of a Silent Hill game, over on Twitter. Firstly, do you think these images are real? Yes. Ooh, exciting. Who then do you think is developing this game? Like, what is what clarif- is this game? Just to clarify, you said like exciting. Like, I don't know anything. Like. That doesn't mean that they're definitely real. I just well, think that I, they're real. I was kind of like, like <laughs> expecting to shoot down and say, nah, I don't know if I believe these are real. <clears throat> no, I believe they're real. Um, they don't exist cool. anywhere else on the internet. Um, it'd be pretty elaborate if they were. But then I guess people are in the business of doing that now, right? I don't know. I think um, in terms of who's the developer, um, I can't help but feel, especially like there's that, that screenshot with one of the, um, what's the word? like, post-its all over the, the hallway and, like, this kind of, like, weird butterfly head creature thing. Like, that, yeah. to me, looks very, like, the medium slash bluebar. And I know yeah. that that was a rumour that was floating around for a little bit, um, so it wouldn't surprise me if that was a thing. Because um, the the big thing is it's, like, Sony working with um, Masahiro Ito, who did the, the creature design for the original game, plus some developer that no one knows who it is. Um, yeah. So if it was bluebar, that would make sense to me. Um Bluebird has history working with Akira Yamayoko, who did the music for Silent Hill as well, also did the music for The Medium. Like, there's just, like, this kind of synergy and lining up of things that's more, um, like, less of a reach than all of the abandoned shit with Blue Box. Um, so I think it could be Bluebird looking at that artwork. It doesn't look to me like super, like a Japanese, doesn't look like it's from a Japanese artist, but I could be wrong. Um, just with the language and stuff that's used, because there's a lot of, like, swear words and shit. I don't know. It just doesn't look, like, to me to be Jap- completely Japanese art, but I could be wrong. Yeah. It Interestingly, also, I've like- just gone to, like, check the tweet again, and, uh, like, all of the media <clears throat> is being claimed by a copyright owner, so... By Konami. By Konami. It's by Konami. Uh, so, like, who right. obviously is the copyright holder. Yeah. Um, I think it also looks very Ari Engine-ish. Um, which I find interesting. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you know, Capcom's making it or whatever, but they're definitely pivoting more towards that realistic vibe that those games, like RE7, went for. Yeah. Yeah, certainly that that first image where it's, like, the room filled with trash. Like, I got huge, like, RE7 vibes from that, um, which excited me somewhat. Um, Brody, I might come to you, because you've played some of the Boober games. Boober games. (laughs) Boober games, too. (laughs) Uh, would you be excited to play a 4A of Silent Hill, assuming that's what this is, and this is what it looks like? Um, I think Bluebird would do well in terms of the atmosphere and obviously the visuals and stuff, but based on, like, the medium, I'm not sure that they would sort of nail the gameplay so much, so... But, I mean, mm. I'm obviously willing to give them the benefit of the doubt and hold uh, judgment until then, but, yeah, I don't know, I'm sort of half on the fence about about them developing a game like this that is obviously it has a lot of history already and um it's going to carry certain expectations so it's going to yeah. be it's going to be tricky for them to live up to that as well as you know stepping out of the the realm of what they've done previously so it'd be interesting for sure if that's the case yeah i genuinely believe each of their games gets better 
with each game. Like, I don't think they've ever kind mm. of dipped. And I do think, like, playing the medium, like, running around outside the front of that first location, I think the hotel, like, that did feel like Silent Hill. Like, I had this really weird moment where it felt like I was playing a Silent Hill game, just with the camera angle and the fog and the music and stuff. Um, I do think they could do it. Um, but, yeah, it would have to be more involved than just, like, run away from this monster shit that they did in the medium. Yeah. I can't believe you just yeah, said the medium Yeah, I, I think I enjoyed the, the medium more than I, I didn't. Um, so, yeah, I, and and Ed James obviously singing the praises of Silent Hill. I did try and go back and play it on my PS Vita at one point as well and really kind of struggled with the controls of it. But um, the... Uh, <laughs> James shaking his what head What was the last good Silent Hill game? Um, <laughs> it's um, I think it's, like, quite debate. I mean... Silent Hill 3 was, like, the last one made by, like, the main team, and that was, what, PS2, 2000-something. Since then, they've kind of handed it off to a different developer outside of Japan each time, and it's been a a bit of a mess. Um, So what do you think they would have to do to, like, create a good one in this modern day? I don't know. It's just, like, I've always felt like with Silent Hill... Um, it's always excelled when it's been subtle. And um, and as much as I, I feel like PT wasn't really a good indication of what Silent Hill is, I do feel like PT did have that sense of subtlety to it that it could have done well. Like with Downpour, which was the last one to come out on PS3, I think, that was just so like, you know, oh, we're going to grab a kid and kill them with the murderer or something like it was just like kind of like really edgy do you know what i mean like this like what's the most like fucked up thing you can think think of but then there's like yeah. no there's no nuance to it like they're ju- it's just it's almost like gratuitous but yeah not in a way that like you would say like god of war is gratuitous like violence wise you know what i mean like in terms of like it it's just that these people have got together and thought it like what's the most shocking thing we can put in a game but then there's like no yeah. weight to it and it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same as like silent hill where like in the first three games, there was all this fucked up shit that you kind of wanted to look at because it was fucked up, but you wanted to look away at the same time. Like, it, it's, like, equal parts intriguing and terrifying. And yeah. um, I just feel like the Western developers have never captured that since. Um, which is why, like, Shannon was talking today, like, there's so much expectation about this game, like, in terms of if it does exist, it could never truly meet everyone's but i feel like a lot of like silent hill fans are probably super have very low expectations now because we've had literally like two games that have just been so shit um and have just like missed the mark so much like i think anything at this point will be nice (laughs) yeah well we don't know if the game is in fact real or when it is coming in out of this point i guess we'll have to wait and see it certainly looks likely based on the discussion we've had and then. apparently there's multiple so but if the first one that gets in us doesn't look good there's still hope for might the others yeah. out there <laughs> yeah speaking games we do know with the release date for though we heard some details about when to expect avatar skull and bones and mario and rabbits 2 in the week all due before march 2023 shannon i'm surprised to see avatar coming so soon personally but i guess it makes sense with the movie on the way um and i'm always surprised to see skull and bones talked about but which of these games are you kind of most excited for at this stage and and do you reckon they can in fact kind of hit that release date I'm excited for all of them. I think Skull and Bones, I've always said, like, I played at E3 a few times and really enjoyed in that, like, 
um, local LAN environment. Obviously, it's yeah. probably a totally different game to what I played like five or six years ago. So I'm keen just to see that come out in general. <laughs> yeah, Mario Rabbids I liked, but I feel like I didn't play a lot of it just because it got hard quite quickly. But like obviously the premise and anyone like doing Nintendo properties outside of Nintendo is, is an exciting concept. So I'm keen to see that. But definitely Avatar, like loved the first movie the the game like the, the movie tie-in game was like fun for the time and i think they've been working on this for like five six seven years ubisoft massive i think it is i could be wrong but i think like open world avatar game like that world is obviously cool and there's a lot there to explore so i really I hope it's good. like ubisoft's take on horizon zero dawn or something of that I, i'm not I sure it will be I, that's optimistic but that would i be think nice. it'll be like just assassin's creed with avatar things i don't know i don't know what the gameplay <laughs> will be Navi. but i think i think that they're very protective of that ip like they haven't really done anything with it since the first movie until now so i think that yeah. we can expect that there's been care and it should be good well they did make Brody, a what garbage about you? game Are these <laughs> games you're excited for um uh, yeah yeah i'm of the three i'm probably most excited for the avatar game just because i feel like that's probably going to be most my speed like i'd never liked the naval combat in the assassins games uh so skull and bones is out mm. for me and uh i did like marianne rabbits but i don't know i sort of bounced off it pretty quickly so i think yeah avatar's the choice for me james which assuming we also have starfall and redfall in the mix here which of these five games would you be the first would be the first you play of those five games um yeah shit they're, so, they're all so different, Yui. I would play all of them. <laughs> such a I want to try. I want to try. Well, no, but I do. I've never been I like, mean, you oh, would I'm not going to play that. Like, do you not believe me when I say that? Same day. In the oh, first yeah. That, that, probably, year, that which... probably will happen. There'll be no games for like eight months, then they'll all come out one day. Um, the nah, way February's I, and March's have been going recently, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I, in terms of like, like looking at all of them, like Redfall intrigues me the most, but that's probably because we know uh, the least about it. Um, because it's an arcane game, like I, I, I mm. um, with them for life, I think. Um, Even a no cooperative matter, sort of thing. Like they could shit on my face, and I'd be like, "Thanks, arcane." Wow, <laughs> I love wow. this. I don't know. Um, Brody, you, you do agree. know. You, just, you do you know. Just won't admit it. Yeah. Um, the next but, um, time we speak to Dingo, we'll let him know. Please let him know. Pass on my regards. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I just feel like that game like has the most potential in my eyes. Like I, I agree. I, Avatar, I think, will be fantastic looking. Um, I think as a game, though, it's not going to move anything forward whatsoever. Like I think it's just going to yeah. be like I, I hate being this cliche, but like I just feel like it's going to be like Far Cry, like but in the world of is it Navi? Is that the world? I don't know. Navi the people. Oh, Pandora, the Navi other yeah. people, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, that doesn't, ex- like, that excites me a little bit, but, um, yeah, and Mario Rabbids, I kind of know what to expect. I feel like that's just going to be more of the same. Same with the Skull and Bones, like, once again, like, Brody, it doesn't appeal to me in terms of, like, I didn't like that aspect of Assassin's Creed as much as everyone else seemed to. Um, yeah, and then I've already forgotten the, oh, Starfield, cool, I guess. And then, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's That's... There's your box quote for you right there, Bethesda. Cool, I guess. I will no, say, I like, would love to be surprised by Starfield, but I, like, I, I'm just being, I'm being, I'm protecting my psyche, you know? Yeah, yeah. What excites me about, like, Avatar is that, like, I cannot remember the last, like, new thing that Ubisoft did outside of, like, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, 
and Watch Dogs. And like James said, like I fully expect this to be like Far Cry meets Assassin's Creed, but maybe it will be yeah. different. And, and the exciting. Ubisoft of today, I can't see as just doing like a movie kind of tie-in cash grab. Like I feel like those days are well behind us. Yeah, um, no, for sure. So yeah, I've, no, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what that game, game eventually was like. Um, Lost Planet on 360, and yeah, it was alright. Yeah. I would be interested to see if they do that this time again. Like they had the, you had humans, which was, was more like a third person shooter, and then the Navi stuff was like a little bit different, like more of an action adventure game. But mm. yeah, we'll see. We will have to see indeed. Before we jump into what the wiki, though, I do have a rapid fire question for you today, which is off the back of EA losing, losing, abandoning. The license with FIFA kind of falling apart. Uh, the next game is going to be called EA Sports FC instead. After EA, sorry, after FIFA 23. So the game after that is going to be EA Sports FC. Um, Shannon, maybe starting with you. Do you think this game, EA Sports FC, will sell as well without the FIFA license attached to it? No. I think that Konami what? will take over the FIFA license and eFootball will... Brain supreme. <laughs> <laughs> James, what do you reckon? Um, this isn't my vibe, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the six games passing? all releasing alongside the first in rapid fire? <laughs> no, not interested. <laughs> nah, um, I don't think it will matter. Okay, cool. Excellent. So, flatline. Yeah, neutral. Um, Brody, what do you, what do you reckon? Uh, no. And what a time for Adidas Power Soccer to come back. Does anyone remember Adidas Power Soccer? <laughs> no, I've oh, never heard of Adidas could, Power Soccer. You could what deliberate foul, kick people in the head. It was it was so good. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Look like, it up. Play State of Emergency or something. <laughs> Not like Maybe no. FIFA should sign with Nintendo. It's like Death Row like, meets soccer. Do something wild with Mario oh, Death Row. Just make remember, that again. Remember Death um, Row? Yeah. I think it'll do just fine. I'm sure EA Sports FC will be a okay. But speaking of a okay, let's play What the Wiki, the Press Starts podcast game show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page from an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. And last week, that point was awarded to Brody, who was tied with James on five points in first place. Shannon just behind on three, myself on two, Kieran on one, and Harry and Steven having played a game, but without a point on nil point. Brody, as last week's winner, you were in the hosting chair this week. How good. Okay, uh, let's let's go for this, hey? Let's see how <laughs> this goes. All right. <clears throat> All right, the first game. Uh, the game is an open-world first-person shooter video game that combines both single-player and cooperative multiplayer modes. Players can choose among four playable characters, each with unique backgrounds and abilities. Uh, the game is set within the titular island uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, after a failed science experiment, a legion of vampires invaded and isolated the town from the outside Shannon. world. Shannon. Redfall. Redfall it is. Well done, <laughs> well Shanny. <laughs> Alrighty, Shannon the is on one. The called Redfall, is it? Yeah, the, the island is Redfall, Massachusetts. Uh, oh, wow, this is a very slim Pickens wiki page. I didn't realize there's not much here, so hopefully someone jags this. Okay. Okay. Shannon's on one. 
If he uh, gets this, he wins, obviously. You know how it works. All right. The game is an upcoming science fiction action adventure video game. Shannon. Set to be re- no. <sighs> Set to be released for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and Windows. It was originally slated for a 2022 release, but was later changed to 2023. The game is set in a dystopian near future on Earth's moon. Ewan. Okay. Ewan. Is this Dead Space? No. The game is being led by Capcom, the creators of Resident yeah. Evil. James. James. Is it, um... Oh my god. I can't do this. I, I can't believe I'm forgetting. Pragmata. It is Pragmata. Well done, okay, James. All I right. almost left the room. <laughs> yeah, I saw your soul leave your body. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, one apiece for James and Shannon. This next one might be for Yui. Who knows? Okay. Uh, I haven't called Yui in a while. Yeah, I literally sure did James, it. James, <laughs> called you that, that minutes. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> Does Yui just have me on mute? Like, in his brain? Like, full... <laughs> He muted you like he muted Shannon on Facebook. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Let's have a mutiny. Anyway. Uh, The development of this game started in 2017 after the production of the predecessor ended. Uh, And in uh, the... uh, I'm not going to say that part. Uh, James? Oh, jeez, James. (laughs) Is it Avatar Frontiers of Pandora? It is not Avatar uh, Frontiers of Pandora. Now I'm going to pick a big, dirty paragraph just to uh, yeah. so you can't come in. Trying to get All the right. jump. In a... Uh, uh, the series producer Shannon. stated that... The, the, Shannon. <laughs> Shannon. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Or... Do you want me to... It's untitled no, no, Breath no, of the no. Wild. <laughs> that is sufficient. Well done, Shannon. You have won. You. What God. the wiki... Those are all games that have been developed. Uh, sorry, delayed into next year. Uh, well, I was you and you didn't that pick that up. No, <laughs> I don't think James did either because he said Avatar. Look, I'm I'm busy watching the clock because I got places to be. Uh, so with that, let's bring it out to what was this week's episode of wow. the Press Start Podcast. <laughs> Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.au and visit the site at Press.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at Shancake underscore on the Twitter. Also joining us today was Brody. Thank you. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. And last but not least, it was James. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at, at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. Sorry Make about sure you and everyone. you go and have a look at the settings and ensure you don't have any of these three fine people on mute. Um, I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. I'm off to a gig tonight, hence why I was nervous about the time. Um, and you can follow no me on cares, Twitter you. at Ewan underscore Nobody Roxborough. Asked. Thanks. <laughs> I just, I just didn't want to seem like an asshole. Like I was just impatient. I like have somewhere I got to go to. I'm sorry. Who are you um, seeing? I'm seeing Camp Cope at the forum. Who? Camp Cope. <laughs> no. Don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure some listener will be out there. And I don't a, think so. Fan, I'm sure. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Anyhow, thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Bye.